the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today for On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rhody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rhody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rhody Fisher. And now, here's the continuation from last week's program, part two of On the Road with Jesus. It is a a mobile classroom. It's been retrofitted as a mobile classroom. So we do worship praise. We do prayer. uh, We teach a Bible lesson. There may be a craft if there's time. We'll open up the Bible and have the kids read some scripture verses. And then we have a scripture verse contest. And this goes on for seven months because that's how long our ministry is. And by the way, we allow third through sixth graders I know, I at the it. Chino Valley School District. Some of them just say fourth graders, some say sixth. But we say, God, we're going for it. Why we can get these kids? So we have third through sixth graders together. Miraculously, it works out. <laughs> yes. And we have some kids that have come for four years, third through six. Not a lot, but some. Mm-hmm. And many have repeated it uh, for two years mm-hmm. and a few for three years and then um, at the end of the program which is like the end of April when they graduate mm-hmm. they'll have like a little pizza party they'll get a diploma the kid who learned the most scripture verse or verses they'll get a really nice gift and um, they get a wonderful Bible Honeyward Children's Bible love that Bible and this is God pays for all of this somebody may be wondering if you're listening where do you get the money from God, where he calls, he provides. Yes. And uh, so we've never been without money. Um, we just trust God for everything, and he provides, you know. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that we have this going on in Chino Hills. And if somebody wanted to start this program, mm-hmm. and now this this gets um, shown all over. It, it's on Facebook, It's and it could be in different states. Where would you recommend that they call or maybe Google um, to get this program started? Because now it is legal in every state to do this. Absolutely. The U.S. made that. The Supreme Court did. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So where would you send them? Well, our national office in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, is called School Ministries, and they can Google that and go to the website. But for people in California... Um, we have a California School Ministries. Okay. And the uh, email address, well, not email, the website there that will get you to the right people is uh, S as in Sam, M as in Mary, I as in industry, California spelled out dot org. Or they can contact the executive director for California School Ministries, and that's Jenny Madison. We would start our program the end of October and graduate the kids usually the end of April, 1st of May. 
And we're out there every day at 22 schools, Monday through Friday. We have two adults on the bus or the portable classroom. We pick them up by the principal's office. We sign them out. The kids are never driven on the bus. Mm -hmm. It's only the driver. And the driver only needs a Class C license because there are no passengers, by the way. Right. So the kids would get on the bus, and we would have them for an hour by law. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, we would teach them a Bible lesson. There may be a craft, worship and praise. We would pray with the kids. We would answer questions um, and have them memorize a scripture verse. And we give them a different verse every week. And then we take them back to class. Now, I do want to say one thing on our the particular bus that I'm on, mm-hmm. we get about 22 to 24 kids on the bus safely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like you say, we're not driving them anywhere. They're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, but with COVID, that's going to all change. Right. So let's speak about that. Right. Our average class size um, last year was 15. Mm-hmm. We had some students um, pile in on the bus. They ignore what I tell them the teachers do. So we say 20, 22, but some of them had like 25, 26. Right. But the average was 15. The smallest was seven. Mm-hmm. God's perfect number, seven, right? Yes. So um, we decided as a board, well, first of all, let me back up to March 16th when we everything was shut down instantly. Mm-hmm. We had six lessons left to teach until the end of April. And then what about graduation and their gifts that we give them? Right. So we worked all this out as the Spirit led us, Rhodey. And we have a wonderful, um, uh, um, she's a teacher at not a charter school, but at private schools. And she is a technologist. She knows how to use all the different platforms. So she contacted me. Her name is Michelle. And she says, can I upload my remaining six lessons on Google Classroom? I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, does that include the song, the video? Uh, what does it include? And she says, it's everything. And I said, absolutely. Oh, and by the way, can you do that for our other 21 schools? And she says, absolutely. So we contacted all the teachers. We said, check with the parents, find out if this is permissible, and then get a valid email address to Michelle right away because we would need that link in order to upload it. So uh, Michelle got like 300 and some email addresses, and half of them did respond, and the kids had our lesson every week. So they mm-hmm. missed out on nothing if they had their parents' permission if they wanted to do it. By the way, a lot of parents set in, and they should. They don't know what we teach. Right. And even younger siblings at the house set in as well. So we don't know how many kids or adults we Benefited, mm-hmm. right? Oh, right. that's wonderful. Right. And so with that being said, um, we said COVID's not going to stop us. So I met with our superintendent in June, Dr. Enfield, who was very supportive. And he was thinking by November, San Bernardino County would have a better COVID numbers. They would decrease. And maybe we could have like a full bus again. Mm-hmm. But if not... And we have to deal with the if-nots. Mm-hmm. Because of social distancing, we can only have five kids at a time on a bus. Because there's two teachers. Two so. teachers and five kids with the social distancing. And, of course, we would have to follow all the CDC guidelines. And we would even fog our buses mm-hmm. to minimize any type of bacteria or virus that could be in the air. So, uh, But we have a curriculum now where we, we've added some weeks and we've modified it. Well, we're going to do a, a winter session and a spring session, and we'll reach at least 10 kids and not five at every school. 
Because we'll two, teach two separate groups mm-hmm. of kids. Right. So we'll graduate the first one, say, right about um, Christmas time. Mm, gradu- probably mid-January. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we would graduate the second one probably in August, uh, April? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Okay. Right. So, um, and th- we'll get our 10 kids right. in at least. So, but let's say mm-hmm. business as usual it will continue uh, through distant learning because the numbers are still not at that phase four where they should be to have kids on the bus and mm-hmm. the numbers we want, then we will continue to use Google Classroom. And actually, we're starting the first week of November, and we're going to go back to all the kids because repetition is your greatest teacher. Right. We're going to go back to the kids we had last time, and we'll even have more now because we've reached out to families we delivered the Bibles and the graduation gifts to their yes, front doors. we did. We had all these teachers going to these homes for the first time with these bag of goodies for their kids. And they were so excited to get them, and they were so excited to see us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that was wonderful. That was a great idea to do that. Because uh, I, I pictured that we were going to be mailing these, and I thought, oh, no. Well, let me just add to what I said a moment ago. What we do has unlimited potential as the Spirit leads us. Mm-hmm. So even though we may be back on the bus, either with social distancing or business as usual, traditional, mm-hmm. we're going to continue to use Google Classroom throughout the entire seven months because there may be kids at home because of health issues that can't go back to school. Mm-hmm. or their parents don't want them to. So we're going to reach them online through virtual teaching along with being on the bus. Perfect. I love that. So do we. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's wonderful. Okay, so um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was you mentioned um, there's a possibility that some of the larger schools might have two buses. Is that right? Let's talk about that. Because now we've got quite a number of buses. Right, right. We've had seven since we've had the no. She was our first one. And uh, we have four now. Uh, We we really want our long-range goal is to donate the fourth bus. Our buses are called Faith, Hope, Mercy, and and Glory. And Grace, I'm sorry. Glory is in Pomona now. And we want to donate uh, Hope to another program. We're praying that we could start a program somewhere, and we will help build the infrastructure for another program in another school district. Mm-hmm. So right now we have four buses, and let's take a school where we've had 25 kids, and we can only have five. So we may be able to do back-to-back teaching. Buses would be parked side by side or in front of each other, and that's 10 kids first semester and then another 10 second semester. So we reached 20 kids there. Wow, that's great. That's great. Now, um, so your your goal is just to have three buses? Is that what you're saying? Or it, When we get back to business as usual, we only need three. Okay, okay. Um, now, I, I know that one of the things that people ask me all the time when mm-hmm. they hear that I'm teaching um, religious release time in a public school... They say, how can that be? Mm -hmm. And the second thing that they ask me is, do you get any opposition (laughs) from, you know, be it the teachers or the administration or maybe even the city council or 
So if you would give us a little glimpse about that and some of the hurdles you've had to go through to get this whole program. Right. That's an excellent question. Well, of course, Satan hates what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God's grace has certainly been upon us. Um, the California Department of Education has a code, 46014. So if anyone in California is interested in starting this ministry, go to your school board policies within your local school district and look under student activities or religious activities and search for 46014. It may or may not be there, or it could be there and be hidden. If you see 46014, that means that the state of California has made it permissive for all public education in California. Now, that doesn't mean you have a clean slate to start it, but at least it's been okayed by the state at the state level. So once you see that code, or even if you don't, then you would contact the school board because they set policy, not a principal not an educator. Mm-hmm. Only the school board can okay release time to start or to close it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So fortunately, in the last 22 years, we've had a lot of Christians on our school board or people that value the, uh, the um, moral training that we're giving children today mm-hmm. because they're doing that in the classroom, at least they're trying to, mm-hmm. to impact their behavior and the morality of kids. So... So far, we've had nothing but blessings from our school board mm-hmm. in 22 years and from our superintendents. Now, as far as individual principals, I think it's important to meet with them and to collaborate. And I do that once a year with every principal and the team of volunteers who will be assigned to that school. And we discuss it. We discuss pros and cons, the logistics, issues, problems, and by them seeing us and what we do and opening up a path of future collaboration, that pretty much takes care of it if a teacher comes in and complains because now we have an ally with that principal. Yes, yes, that now, makes sense. And if we do have teachers that will hold kids back or um, really devalue release time publicly to the kids, then we don't go to the teacher. It comes back to... Uh, we don't go to the educator, the public educator. It comes back to the volunteer teacher who contacts me, and then I go to the principal to nip it in the bud. And fortunately, it hasn't happened that often. Right, right. Yeah. But but just by meeting with the principal it, and building that rapport mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. and letting them and educating them about what we do and take the mystery out of all of mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. it really builds enough of a rapport that they respect. Right. There's a kind of an equal respect there that goes on in their... They're less challenging. Right. And there were some studies done by the National Council of uh, Drugs and Delinquency in 2003. Even though it's an old study, the results are the science is exactly right on today, right on spot today. And for two years, the government studied, they wanted an urban, social, economically deprived school district. Mm-hmm. So they picked Oakland. Mm-hmm. And they studied the release time kids, fourth and fifth graders, um, they looked at their ex- results from their test, and they compared that with their peers who were unchurched in classroom and did not attend release time. And they found out without question that in the literacy area, the reading, the comprehension, the spelling, the release time kids' test scores soared. Really? So there was academic value, mm-hmm. and we share that with every principal. That's great. That's mm-hmm. super. Um 
the other thing that I thought about um, when we when we go out there is just meeting the administration staff in in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know that um, there's a certain amount of things that they kind of have to do to help us. Yes. When we um, when we get the kids, mm-hmm. and so just building the rapport with them mm-hmm. helps as well. Mm-hmm. But um, we leave a little box there with all the applications for parents that want to come into the office, sign their kid up, and and get them signed up for mm-hmm. release time. Now we also used to have a what we called a sidewalk campaign, right? Where we would have um, teachers on both ends of the driveways, like four teachers on mm-hmm. two here and two there, and we would hand out applications for the kids as well as brochures, uh, letting them know what we do and explaining to the parents as they're coming to pick up their children mm-hmm. um, what this is all about. And so that's going to change possibly because of the COVID. Yes. What you're referring to is, is um, back-to-school night. Back to school night. Yes. So how we recruit the kids in the last five, six years is we um, would meet after school by law. We can be on the sidewalk and we can pass out the parent permission forms to mm-hmm. interested students and parents. And then that box, that drop box you mm-hmm. mentioned, they would sign up their kid and put that uh, application or parent permission form in the drop box in the school office and we pick it up. So that was one methodology that we used. The other one was the schools would actually put tables and chairs out there and even water for <laughs> on those hot summer evenings yeah. for uh, back-to-school night, and we would recruit a lot of students that way. The greatest uh, resource for recruiting kids are kids. Yes. They bring their friends. They want to yeah. bring their friends yeah. along. Yeah, they want to bring their friends. So how, how are we going to handle it this year? Well, Dr. Enfield, our superintendent, said that the back-to-school nights will be handled by Zoom. That leaves us out, right? Mm. And there will be no more street campaigns because there aren't any parents at school after right. hours. So we are praying, and we've asked to go back the way we used to do it six, seven, eight years ago, and that was to get permission to give the principals X amount of parent permission forms and they would give them to the teachers who would give them to the kids who would take them home. So it's a process. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a prayer request we have, mm-hmm. and the superintendent will let us know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, God will work out the details. You know, he is our God. We trust in him. Our life is in his hand. This is his work. We're just his conduit. I know, yeah. I know. And if we haven't stopped because of COVID, nothing will stop us. So this coming year for sure... We will be opening up ourselves to the past students Correct. and getting them on board with on the online training. Right. And some of those kids may be in seventh grade because they're sixth graders. You got it. And we're so, going to reach out to them again. <laughs> and, and maybe even going further, eighth yeah. grade, ninth grade, if uh, we follow we'll, we'll those We'll probably kids. pick up some third graders that mm-hmm. were second grade last year. Yeah. Okay. And because we've had personal contacts now with the families through dropping off the gifts, um, that's going to really add a lot of value and excitement about this ministry because now the parents have seen us. Relationship is so important, it is. Brody, isn't it? God's all about relationship. Isn't he, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and we're also trying to help these pa- families right now. We were blessed to have a, 
um, a gift provided, a monetary gift. And we said, God, what do you want us to do? He says, reach out to the families, pay water bills, help with rent, uh, whatever else their needs are. You know, So that's what we're trying to do as well. So right you, what you're talking about is the students that we've had in the past. Mm-hmm, those families. Um, we've, we've reached out by sending them letters and saying, listen, COVID has hit many families in different ways. Mm-hmm. And if you're one of those families that need rent to be paid, um, food to be put on the table, light bills to be paid. We, as a um, as a ministry, um, release time education, Chino Hills. We would like to help you pay some of your bills. Right. And we've had some responses from yes, that. Yes, we have. We're buying a washing machine next week. <laughs> I love that. Somebody's yeah. washing machine's yeah. gone out. Yeah. And I and I know I spoke to a couple of my students and. Um, there's going to be a couple of them with needs as well. So it's so nice that the Lord has opened that door for us not to just teach them, but show them the love of Christ exactly. by real examples of right, help. Right. So that, that's so beautiful. Um, I do want to ask you um, if th- there's several ways that people out there could help our ministry, mm-hmm. and not just our ministry here in Chino Hills but across the nation that people might have release time Christian education. Uh, number one on our list would obviously be prayer. Yes. Be praying for the teachers, the volunteers, the students, their families, um, the teachers in the school, the administration in the school. Um, all of that needs to be covered in prayer. School board elections. School board elections. Mm-hmm the politicians in their state mm-hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. So a lot of prayer there, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And so number two would be what? I would like to add to that list. Uh, while we contacted the release time families from last year, a lot of them said, we're fine, but we would like prayer. Mm-hmm. My husband's not working. Please pray for these families. Yeah. We had... Uh, A fourth grader in one of our programs, his mom died Mm. from COVID. Mm -hmm. The dad ended up in the hospital. With COVID. Mm -hmm. He's, from what I understand, he's home and he's okay. But, you know, we're so blessed. We have meals every night. Mm -hmm. We wake up, we have food, you know, we have electricity. My heart is so burdened right now for kids going to bed hungry. Hungry, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say the other way to pray is to... As I mentioned earlier, we have an opportunity, and it's on our watch, to reach the largest mission field in America. Yes. And kids today are being sucked up and um, taken hostage by the culture, by Satan. Um, If we don't get them while they're young, it's going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. So that's why starting new programs is so important. And let me just say, if you have any interest at all, you pray about this. Get a team of people and start praying. And then you contact us. We will help you with everything to get started. There may even be a few dollars to help you get started. And um, so that would be number two, to expand and grow release time in America. Mm-hmm. And especially in California, this liberal state. Yes, right? yes, yes. And then we always need help, volunteers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need teachers. Uh, who have an affinity for children, experience maybe teaching outside of the home, mm-hmm. um, teacher's assistants, and, mm-hmm. and drivers. And again, the bus drivers will also be a teacher assistant, and they only need a good driving record with the Class C license. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. 
So, so the needs are volunteers and all of that, and and you know this ministry doesn't doesn't happen without money, mm-hmm. and so um, we've we as when I say we, I'm talking about Chino Hills, and here here we are in Corona. We've been really blessed with with enough funds for the last few years. But there may be other ministries with, that, are, that have release time mm-hmm. that really money is a need. Mm-hmm. They've got enough volunteers. They need Bibles. They need other things. Mm-hmm. So, so in your area, you may be, your needs may be different. Mm-hmm. Um, but by all means, prayer. You have our contact numbers that she gave, mm-hmm. that Gail gave us, and I'm going to ask that that be put up just for maybe 10 seconds if we can. And... Um, I do, at, at the end, but I do want to speak to those that are out there that have never, ever made a commitment to the Lord. And today is your day of salvation. Mm. Now, you may be a child. You may be an adult. God's been knocking on the door of your heart your entire life from the day you took your first breath. And he's not going to stop. But today is the hour. This is the time. I would like to ask if there's anyone out there that would like to accept Jesus as their Savior um, and mean it, I'd like for you to just say this little prayer after me. And I really implore you to mean it with your heart. It's just not magical words. Mean it with your heart and mind. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins, the sins of the past, the sins of the present, and even my future sins. Thank you for dying on the cross for me, Jesus. Thank you for taking all that burden off my shoulders and onto yours. Wipe my heart clean of everything and make my heart as white as snow. Lord, help me to walk straight with you daily. Teach me how to do that as I don't know what to do. Lead me to a good church to follow you, and implore me, Lord, daily, remind me daily to read your word. I ask this all in the name of Jesus, my new Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. If you've said that prayer for the first time, please call us here at Hope Radio or go on my website, www.ontheroadwithjesus.com or Right here on whatever medium you're watching us on, just contact us there, leave a message, and we'll be happy to send you a free Bible. Mm. And thank you, listeners, with On the Road with Jesus, with Gail, my special guest. God bless you. Thank you for being here today for On the Road with Jesus with your host, Rhody Fisher. Every week, you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with Jesus. You'll see that you're not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. If you have a question about today's show, email Rhody Fisher at rawfisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com, spelled R-A-H-F-I-S-H-E-R at ontheroadwithjesus.com, or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094. That's 951-817-0094. On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project. Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. 
That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.